Spooky Scary Skeleton. <laughs> Hi, everybody. Welcome back to Feel More to Say with Tara and Haley. I'm Tara. This is Haley. Hi, Haley. Hi, Tara. How was your holiday weekend? Oh, I had a great holiday weekend. Thank you for giving me the day off. Anytime, anytime. <laughs> I literally avoided talking about this with you for the first five, ten minutes that we've been on our call before we started recording because I was like, I will ask her when we get on. <laughs> oh, my. I wanted this to be organic. Yeah. Did you yeah. catch my little Easter egg when I, uh, when I voice messaged you this morning? Oh, my God, no. What did you say? I said, it's me. Hi. I, I truly didn't even catch that. You didn't that. even catch no, it? You didn't even catch your own Easter egg because you started this um, with, can I ask you a question? Yes, and I know. And you said... Do you know the song question? Yes. I listened to the album. <gasps> Tara, did you really? Yeah, of course. Am I crying? Why are you crying? A little bit. Because I've been really emotional this weekend. Did you notice that I didn't answer you when you were like, that's a Taylor Swift song? I just went, so um, we're going to... Talk I thought you were just blue. like moving right along because I do that to you all the time. <laughs> that is time. very true. You do that to me all the time. It's like you really bested me at my own game with that one. I'm I did. always dropping Taylor Swift lyrics at you and you don't get it. I know. And I didn't get it that you were doing it back at me. I know. I love it literally so much. I haven't stopped listening to it. Like on Friday, I think I got like two hours of sleep because I went fell asleep waiting for the music video mm-hmm. and I woke up and I was like, I can't be asleep anymore. I have to listen to this album. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I love it so much. I literally, this is the first time since it came out on Friday night that I have like been sitting in any sort of like silence. Not that silence is talking to you, not listening to it. Oh, okay. Well, I'm glad that we're Truly. taking you, we're taking you out of one thing you love and into another. I know, right into something else. We're here to do something that we've never really done before, which is build like a fan fiction episode together, which yeah. excites me on such a level. Well, spooky season. Yeah, spooky. We want to build a Halloween episode. But it's because this fall show, which everyone always associates with fall, doesn't really have a Halloween episode. Mm. Like, it feels like there should be one. Like, they have a Thanksgiving one. Mm -hmm. They have all these town events. And it feels like it would fall perfectly into the Gilmore Girls sort of world because it's more seasonal than it is, like, celebration of holidays. Mm. But I feel like because Halloween feels like more of, like, a seasonal holiday that it fits into, like, Mm -hmm. the backdrop of fall, Mm -hmm. that it would have been perfect to have, like, something happening where, like, the whole episode is Halloween. Yeah. But we only get, like, a glimpse of it Mm -hmm. in, um... 21 is the loneliest number. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, Very true. Like I said to you, it's more of like spooky feelings. Mm -hmm. And the backdrop is like Lorelai and Babette kind of like planning their Halloween plans. But we never get to see them in costume or what would have unfolded for a Gilmore Halloween. Totally. But we're about to change that with a little fan fiction episode. I can't wait. We're just going to see what happens with this one. Neither of us like prepared anything like, uh, too intensely Mm -hmm. because we are going to build it together Mm -hmm. and kind of just see what happens it might be spooky it might be spooky it might just be fun I don't know let's find out so we're gonna flip a coin heads is that it takes place in season two tails is that it takes place in season five okay okay all right ready it's tails which one was that (laughs) it's season five oh I love okay I'm actually excited if I'm being if I'm being super truthful I wanted it to be season five I kind of prepared for both Mm -hmm. of them because Mm -hmm. it's like the season that it's in is like so important to like everything else that's going to go on, whether or not like we're at Chilton, whether Dean's there, whether we're at Yale or Logan's there or like totally. whether we're pining for Luke or Luke's in our life. Like it's just it's going to change a lot. So. Totally, totally. It's five. 
All right. Before we actually really get into that, Mm -hmm. when did Dean and Murray break up, do you think, in season five? Like, ooh, good question. You know, because she goes to do the Life and Death Brigade article. We assume sometime in the fall, right? Yeah, definitely. So do we think she's still with Dean? I don't think so. I think it's post-Dean. I I say we do it like fresh after Dean and Murray have broken up. Okay, so like after the party's over. Mm -hmm. Okay. Are you ready? Yeah. (laughs) How do we want to open it? Usually we open with a Friday night dinner. See, because like I thought about like a Halloween episode of Gilmore Girls for a long time and Mm -hmm. I always thought it would start with a town meeting. Okay, I'm down to start with a town meeting. Because the way that I always thought that it would be is that they would like Maybe I'm wrong. I think that they would lean into the kitschiness of Halloween Mm -hmm. and like be like six steps away from breaking the fourth wall that like they would be in the town meeting and like the lights would go out and the lights would come back on and Kirk is gone without explanation, with no one really drawing any attention to it. Kirk is just no longer sitting at the front with everyone else. Okay. And maybe like one person calls attention to it. And it's probably Lorelai because for some reason Lorelai is like aware that things are amiss in the town mm. on Halloween. But she's the only one that seems to realize that things are going wrong. Okay. And I always thought that regardless of what happens in a Gilmore Girls Halloween episode, that Kirk would, for what some random reason that no one can explain, just disappears. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I like it. I get down with that. And that's how it starts. Well, to that end, I feel like in the town meeting, Taylor, of course, would be at the helm of it planning of course. like their annual Halloween festivities. Well, what's the town event? What would it be called? I don't know. I feel like Taylor would do the same thing every year. It's kind of like at the end of season two when he plays the yearling at the movie in the square night, that he does the same thing every year and oftentimes caters it to like the family. You know, he wants like the yeah. kids to dress up and the trick-or-treaters to come by. It's kind of like the like a spooktacular. Like a but that was exactly what I was thinking. A spooktacular. Yeah. Um the Stars Hollow Spooktacular. And it's like, you know, the hay ride and like the the corn maze kind of like what they build at the end of the series in season seven yeah but he kind of wants it to be like this family friendly fun experience and for the first time somebody is being like actually I think that we should do something a little spookier like why don't we do something a little bit different and I feel like that person would be Lorelai she would want it to like emulate some of the scary movies that she's seen, but Taylor's really hard pressed for that because he's like, no, it has to be family friendly. This is Stars Hollow. Yeah. But people are I feel starting like to be like, would be in on that too. Totally. Because she's the one that's like, that's not very scary. Yeah. That whole episode to yeah. Lorelai. <laughs> but that's the thing. Like, I feel like Babette would be in the background being like, actually, Taylor, I think that we should do it. And then people start chiming in and he's like, okay, well, um, we'll see. Maybe we'll take it to a vote. So like the first little bits of the episode is like Lorelai campaigning to plan this event. You don't think they would vote right there? No, I think I think that Taylor would want to campaign for it because he sees how many people are starting to support it. So he would want time to go around and like convince people. You know, I feel like in this meeting, Luke is against the scary in like the scariness of it. Luke is on Taylor's side that he doesn't want the spooky Halloween. But now he's dating Lorelai. So he kind of, it's not that he doesn't have a choice, but he kind of doesn't have a choice. Yeah. (laughs) So it's like that episode of The Office 
when they have the two Christmas parties and Angela yeah. has her like nutcracker Christmas. The traditional one and then there's the margarita one. And then the margarita <laughs> one and like Pam and Karen are trying to convince everybody to go to their margarita party and everybody wants to but like no one wants to piss off Angela. So like it's kind of one of those situations like Taylor is Angela. Yeah. And Lorelai is Pam and Karen. Friday night dinner is a little uncomfortable because Emily and Richard are not speaking or they're in separate houses. Right. But they usually have like an event every year that they do. And this year. Do they love Halloween? They do. But they're like, like rich, fancy Halloween. So they host like one of our listeners actually DM'd us when we posed this question on Instagram and said it would be really fun if they did like a murder mystery. (gasps) Friday night dinner, like at Friday night dinner. They have their friends over kind of like they do for Christmas party, but they have this like very decadent, like almost a recreation of Clue. Yeah. And they do it every year, but this year it's different because Richard and Emily are at odds. And Emily tells Rory and Lorelai, she's like, you have to be there. And Lorelai's like, I can't be there. We have this thing in town, Mm -hmm. which usually doesn't stop them because they, they seem to be able to have like 600 plans in one night. Yes, totally. But... Emily says in the same fashion that like Gran lets Rory go do her thing in That'll Do Pig when she goes to the Winter Carnival with Dean and Clara and Jess. She says like, you know what? You go have a good time. And so Rory takes over planning for Lorelai. So so Lorelai has to go to the fancy Halloween. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Lorelai has to go to fancy Halloween and kind of like temper the waters between her parents. And she has to do it without Rory, which is very hard for her. But also now she can't plan this thing. Is there not anything happening at Yale? Because now she's like friends with like the Life and Death Brigade or like at least Logan. I think that what ends up happening is in the town meeting, Taylor calls it to a vote and he's like, oh, Lorelai can't be there anymore. Well, I guess by default. And Rory's like, no, no, no. I'm going to take over for her. Vote is completely split down the middle. Oh, really? So they decide they're going to do both. I really thought they would have liked the spooky. Oh, that's even scarier, honestly. Having a family-friendly event amongst the spooky scary. I know. Now Rory has to plan this by herself, even though she's, like, at school, like, doesn't participate in yeah. as many town events anymore. She's like, how did I There's get roped into doing this? Probably something at the paper that she's avoiding because she's skipping out on things to plan a Halloween party. <laughs> so I feel like Rory is feeling the pressure because she's not as like I don't know she, I don't want to say she's not as like creative as her mom but I feel like her mom is really the mastermind when it comes to building these town events yeah right it's not that she lacks anything it's just that that's Lorelai's forte and yeah. I feel like Rory's not as good with situations like this for sure so I feel like she's doing research while she's at the Yale Daily News and Logan kind of comes along and is like what are you doing and she's like mm. I'm trying to plan this thing it was, like, thrown upon me. I, like, took it over for my Is mom. Is this in their, like, flirty stage yeah. when she, like, was trying to get help him with, like, an article? Yes. She's like... <laughs> and she's like, I don't know what I'm going to do. I feel like it's going to be an absolute disaster. But, like, I'm going to try. Yeah. She's trying to get people to help her out. And everybody's helping her out in their own way. Suki doesn't have time to help her because she's, like, you know, planning something big at the Dragonfly. Yeah. But her biggest task right now is that she keeps trying to scare Michelle and Michelle is not Mm. scared by her whatsoever like she keeps like jumping out at him she keeps like planting things and he's just so unfazed you know what I think is also like in keeping with like the dragonfly and how old it is Mm -hmm. and the renovations Mm -hmm. I think that in Suki trying to scare Michelle they ultimately would both get scared because they think that the dragonfly is haunted. haunted 
Love. There's like a ghost there, and they're trying to convince Lorelai that the inn is haunted, but it's haunted by a really nice ghost. Okay. It's like it keeps doing like really odd, like really helpful things for the both of them, mm-hmm. and it keeps like they think it's each other because Sugi was trying to scare Michelle the whole time, and he thought that they were trying to like you know get back into the good graces with each other, mm-hmm. but now they're scared because there's this nice ghost that's haunting them. I love and Lorelai, that. It's just like what the. What the fuck? Mm-hmm. There's a nice ghost that's haunting us on Halloween. No, it's supposed to be scary. Like, get away from the family-friendly side of things. Like, yeah. It's a scary ghost. It's out to kill you. And they're like, no, it's doing really nice stuff for us. <laughs> I love that. Because I love moments when, like, Michelle and Suki are, like, When they're pals. friends. Oh. Yeah. So they're, like, trying to convince Lorelai that there's a really nice ghost at the dragonfly. And at first she doesn't believe in the ghost at all. But then now she just wants the ghost to be scary. She doesn't mm. want it to be a nice ghost. Oh, I love that. Because she wants that. a scary Halloween. I love that. And like, no matter how hard she tries, she cannot get scary Halloween. No. Her parents won't let her have scary Halloween. Taylor won't let her have scary Halloween. The nice ghost won't let her have scary Halloween. Yeah. <laughs> I love it. I don't know if they should go to Friday night dinner first. Well, Rory's not going. But if we should go to Friday night dinner first or go to the spooktacular i feel like maybe start at the spooktacular and then go to friday night dinner mm-hmm. because i feel i've i have always felt that a halloween friday night dinner would involve like there's this like you know fancy party that's going on mm-hmm. and the lights go out the power goes out at the <gasps> gilmore's much like it did at the beginning of this episode also where's kirk that's the other thing is i feel like he like intermittently appears and then like everyone turns around and is like where was kirk like he just like appears and disappears throughout the episode without without explanation there's nothing to it it's just kirk just keeps popping up around town without justification but the power goes out at the gilmore's (gasps) okay what happens to the party with the power out Oh, you know what I think? Mm. I think there's part of me that wants to, like, because the power goes out, Emily and Richard are like, we have to stop the party. Like, oh, okay. Like, the go power home. goes out. The power goes but, out by accident. Yeah. So then Emily's like, you might as well go back to your spooktacular. Mm. But what's scary about it is because at the first Friday night dinner, she was selling Emily so hard on the spooktacular about how amazing it was going to be mm-hmm. that she couldn't miss it. That now that the spooky, scary part of it is that her mother and her friends have followed her back to Stars Hollow. (gasps) And they show up because they didn't get to do their party because the power went out. And Lorelai (gasps) thought it was a win on behalf of spooky, scary Halloween that the nice ghosts didn't win. Nice ghosts finished last. Spooky ghosts finished first. So she thought that it was a spooky win for her. But what the scariest part is, is now her family is in Stars Hollow with her friends. And Rory sees it and I feel like Rory kind of feels like this is a disaster like she's yeah. like I don't know because what this is what's do. scary <laughs> yeah what kind of event do we feel like she plans like I would think it'd probably be like a haunted house I feel like it's like haunted house but I I definitely feel like Babette was really involved in it because she was the one who was like gunning for spooky scary Halloween mm-hmm. in 21 is a loneliest number so maybe it's like they set up I don't know because wasn't, wasn't it there like a thing where it was like, what's his name? Why Maury? can't I think of Babette's husband? Maury. <laughs> oh, no. I didn't forget his name. Because he's like hanging yeah. there. Oh, yeah, like, he's hanging. Genuinely. But so one of my favorite lines, like I don't remember exactly what it is, but she's like, yeah, he just flails around a little bit until he passes out. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that part always scares me. Genuinely. I know, truly. But maybe it's like that where like, maybe Babette went too scary. Oh. Maybe it's like, maybe they... 
went too deep into it. Well, maybe she says, maybe, yeah, Babette gets too into it. Drink and every time like, maybe. I know, right? <laughs> like, Babette went too hard, and, like, now it's way too elaborate, and it's not yeah. going to work. Do you think that, like, all week while they've been planning this, they've been doing, like, rehearsals for it? Mm-hmm. That, like, Rory is, like, too scary, not scary enough, mm-hmm. up the scare, mm-hmm. and, like, they keep doing it for her again and again and again. Yeah. And everyone's kind of, like, auditioning for, like, how scary is is scary oh so fun (laughs) so fun i feel like gypsy would be so down with that yeah and then i feel like what has luke been doing this whole time that's what i was just about to say oh earlier in the episode luke says okay you can't be there like i'll help rory rory and i can do this together i'll build the haunted house and rory can like arrange everything rory will be in charge of getting everybody to do this because they like her because she is the perfect angel on top of a christmas tree of course but then emily says well you're not bringing rory you have to bring luke to the dinner mm. oh because they're together now mm-hmm. mm. so luke had to go to this like elaborate murder mystery party that they had planned that is no right. longer so he like built everything and then left and then all this stuff started going wrong and rory was like i don't know what to do then he shows up with Lorelai and her whole family and they're like, okay, we're ready to be the scared. The fear is here. The, the fear is literally is here. here. Do you think that Luke in any part in all of this is like maybe a little resistant to Halloween because he's genuinely scared? <gasps> like he gets scared very easily. I would love that. That like Babette and Maury like rehearsing their scary bits, like he was annoyed by it, but in part because like he's quick to get scared. Like he doesn't watch horror movies because he... Yeah, he gets scared really easily. Oh, that would be so good. So he like doesn't want to do it, but he's helping Rory because he just like when he gets there, he's like real jumpy. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I love that. I love that so much. Because Luke always has like you know he's always grumbly about something, but he ends up having a reason why. Yeah, and it's because he's scared. Oh, I love that. I love that being a part of his personality. And maybe like when Lorelai is like there she was like we need to make this more scary Rory like because her and Luke beat everyone else back yeah and then when Emily and the crew arrive she was like well I got my wish Mm, scary as can be it's super scary (laughs) what are they dressed up as Ooh, great question what do we think their costumes would have been I kind of think that Lorelai would be something that like no one understands who she is like mm. no one gets the reference like she keeps having to explain who she is but when emily shows up she's like why are you dressed as xyz and she's literally <laughs> the only one it. that understood it oh my god <laughs> that would be hilarious i feel like lorelei would have had her and luke dress up as like a couple's costume because it's yeah. their first halloween together and i don't know what that would have been i can't think yeah i can't think of exactly what it would be but maybe it's that when Luke isn't standing next to her, her costume doesn't make any sense. Yes. Oh, I love that. And the only person that understood it without Luke was Emily, for whatever reason. I don't know what it is. It'd definitely be like a reference to like an old movie mm-hmm, or like mm-hmm. a pop culture reference or something to it. Yeah. Whereas like Rory's just like a witch. <laughs> uh, yeah. A witch. I love it. Yeah. She was like, I didn't have time to plan an elaborate costume because... Or she was like, this is my, this is an elaborate costume. I'm a spooky, scary witch. And Lorelai is like, like, <laughs> palm to forehead, like, Rory, come on. Yeah. She tried her best. Totally. Do you think that Richard and Emily have dressed up in a costume? Maybe in like their murder mystery fancy costume mm. way. It'd be very, you know, Halloween meets Dior something, mm. you know? Yeah. It would be maybe not quite like costumey but it definitely she's very dressed up Mm. very 
Halloween-esque, but not yeah. in a costume. Okay. All you right. Know, it's a f- they were at a fancy Halloween party. Yes. The murder mystery. Mm, yes. You know? Totally. Very like Miss Scarlet in the kitchen. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> okay. So I feel like the, the panic of Rory being like, okay, this isn't scary. This isn't working. Everything that we planned has gone wrong. Like, she knows that some people have started to go inside, and she tells her mom, she's like, this isn't working. I messed it up. I'm so sorry. I know you were counting on me. And they hear, like, people getting audibly scared inside. And it is because the Life and Death Brigade (gasps) has come in and turned this into, like, one of their events Mm. to help Rory out. I love that they do that. That's so nice of them. <laughs> you would be like, that's so endearing that they're scaring all of that Stars Hollow for Rory. Yeah. Like they've got their oh. gorilla masks on. <gasps> they're doing something really spooky scary mm-hmm. in there. Mm-hmm. I don't know what it is. But I'm not sure what it scared. is either, but it's something spooky scary. So I think that with the thing with the Life and Death Brigade mm-hmm. is that it is too early at this point in Rory and Logan's like friendship, eventual like situationship mm-hmm. that... It wouldn't be an outright, like, favor. Mm. It wouldn't be, like, something that, like, they... He would, like, openly do to her. Like, it's not like he's going to come up to her at the end of the night and be, like, they're going to have this moment. Mm -hmm. It's going to be the Life and Death Brigade, like, almost, like, crashing the haunted house and making it way scarier than it ever could have been. Yeah. And then, like, one of, like, the end cap scenes for, like, the end of the episode is, like, at the Yale Daily News, she's, like thanks for your help. And he's like, what do you mean? He's like pretending like he has no idea what she's Mm. talking about. That like he is not admitting to the fact that he did help her or he did anything Mm. or that anyone from the Life and Death Brigade did anything for her. Mm. He's just like, I don't know what you're talking about. Oh, oh. He's like, I'm I'm not a part of that. Like, what are you talking about? Like, it's suddenly back to like, you know, very cat and mouse of like. Yeah. Because like she became friends with all those guys at the party's over. So Mm -hmm. they knew her well enough. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. But it's not something that he's like, you know, openly willing to admit that he's, like, flirting with this girl through big grand gestures. Yeah. In that same way, I actually feel like Richard and Emily would be walking through the haunted house together, and Emily would get scared, and Richard would, like, instinctively kind of (gasps) protect her, and that would be a moment between the two of them. Stop. That then, like, at the end of the episode, it's, like, almost like they're not really acknowledging that it happened, yeah. Like they're kind of like back to business as usual. She's kind of just like dusting herself off. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh. <gasps> but it Love would kind of be the house. first moment that they have where it's like he's showing signs of affection towards her again. Oh, I love that. Yeah. That would be so great. I know. I don't know what it is, but cowboy boots are magic. Since they've arrived, I've worn my Tacovis boots almost every day. I have the Annie in Midnight. I know you have the Annie in Bone. I do. But they make me feel so powerful because, of course, it is my dream to be a cowgirl. Yes, I know this about you, but I also know <laughs> you've told me that you wear them while you write your book. I do. I wear them all the time because I also wear them when I get dressed up or when I'm sitting at my dress recording the podcast because they make me feel so bold and brave and like I can do anything no matter how I style them. Tecovis has carried forward all the time-honored traditions and quality that you find in a great pair of cowboy boots, but they've innovated on comfort, style, and service with boots for men and women handmade from the most premium leathers. 
And if you dream of being cowgirls like us, or you're already Western to your core, Tecovis is the perfect brand to start with because they believe in Western for all. They don't only offer their handmade boots, but all sorts of head-to-toe Western staples. Perfect jeans to go with your boots, pearl snaps, bandanas, and cowboy hats. You name it, and they'll get you outfitted. And if you can't make it into a store, Tecovis delivers the most premium quality and most comfortable Western goods right to your door. So visit tecovis.com. That's T-E-C-O-V-A-S dot com. And as a special opportunity for our listeners, Tecovis has said that they will throw in one of their best-selling trucker hats or ball caps for free into any minimum purchase of $100 on tecovis.com. Just use the code Gilmore at checkout. That's G-I-L-M-O-R-E. It's about a $30 value and they sell fast, so they're always new styles and looks. Again, for a limited time, just enter code Gilmore at checkout to add a free logo hat to your order as a one-time gift from Tecovis. Only at tecovis.com. That's T-E-C-O-V-A-S.com and point your toes west. Haley, I feel like most of our followers already know that we don't really drink alcohol, but we do love a fun beverage. Oh, we do. Both of us think a fun beverage and a chill night is the epitome of a good time, especially when that drink is a recess mood, which is a delicious sparkling water infused with functional ingredients like mood lifting magnesium and stress balancing adaptogens. So you can relax without the alcohol. I drink mine every night while reading, of course. Tara, tell everyone how you enjoy yours. Honestly, I usually drink mine while we're recording the podcast. <laughs> it's my favorite way to enjoy a recess. And all of our besties can get 15% off the Recess Mood sampler pack at takearecess.com slash GTS. Recess Mood is made with real fruit and comes in four delicious flavors like strawberry rose and raspberry lemon. But my personal favorite is the grapefruit tangerine. And with only 20 calories and no added sugar, it's the perfect way to chill. You deserve a healthier way to unwind. Head to takearecess.com slash GTS and get 15% off Recess Mood, your go-to alcohol replacement. Okay, so we just talked about a lot of stuff. Let's let's rewind. Let's rewind and go yeah. back. So we started the town meeting. Kirk disappears. Yeah. I love the the idea of him just like intermittently showing up and disappearing yeah. throughout the episode. Because I, I think like literally it's just like Lorelai, like, where did Kirk go? He's like, Oh, he didn't come today. It's like she was like He was he was right there. Right there. Yeah. And everyone's like, No, he wasn't. Where no he's not. Oh my god. Intro. <laughs> love. So then they have the town meeting. And Taylor, once again, like, brings up, we're going to do the spooktacular. And Lorelai's like, there's nothing spooky about the spooktacular. If we're going to do a spooktacular, it should be spooky. Yeah. And Babette starts chiming in and is like, yes, absolutely, it should be spooky. And Taylor's like, we've been doing this for years. There have been no complaints. We need to keep it family friendly. And Lorelai's like, I think there's time for a change, and I think we should take it to a vote. And he's like, great, at the next town meeting, we'll take it to a vote. They spend a little time kind of like, you know, talking to people throughout. And I think that Taylor does try to get Luke on his side about it. And Lorelai's like... And he's like kind of wanting to, but like Lorelai's like, I'm I'm your girl now. Yeah. It's because he's a little bit too afraid of the things that she's talking mm-hmm, about. Mm-hmm. Like in the diner, she's like telling everyone about the blood that they'll be, the scares. <laughs> like everyone's going to be terrified. Yeah. And Luke's like, why do you guys want to do this anyways? This is dumb. Yeah. It's because he's scared. Yeah. Because he's scared. <laughs> so Lorelai calls Rory and she's like, look, I need your help with this. We're going to talk about it tonight at Friday night dinner. So they go to Friday night dinner and she's telling her all about it. She's like, it's going to be amazing. It's going to be this. It's going to be that. And Rory's like, okay, cool. Calm down. I'll be there. But like, yeah, I get it. And then Emily's like, when is this? And she's like, it's next Friday night. And she's like, well, it can't be next Friday night because you're going to be here. Do you think that in this, in the part of it that Lorelai has to go and Rory doesn't, is that 
Rory takes over her mother's obligation to the spooktacular, the scare, mm-hmm. the scare-tacular, as it's, I guess it's being transitioned into, that Lorelai feels maybe a little sense of obligation to this, that, like, she really wants to, like, keep her, like, mm. dedication to the town mm-hmm. because, like, this is what she wanted to do. Yeah. But... Emily is like, Richard and I, your father, your father and I are throwing this, our annual murder mystery, like Halloween party. And in the same way that like the party's over, she was very skeptical of the two of them Mm. because they were together doing something. Mm. She was like, my parents, they're like joining forces together on this one night. Maybe I should go. Mm, Like, maybe I shouldn't fight this. Maybe I should, you know, and as much as she doesn't want to, she's like... Maybe maybe I should go and mm. see see what happens, sort of thing. Okay, I do though like the idea like of there two being of an it. obligation because then Luke has to go. Yeah, and that's when she's like she ropes Luke into it, and mm. she's like, oh no, because oh, no. it's like always that thing is like Lorelai's always like living for the hope of it all that things will be better that like she's gonna like one more she's always gonna give them one more chance to do something better, and so she's like maybe I maybe I could like do this really quick with them and then come back and then she's like and Luke will come too. Mm. because Luke is also not a child and doesn't need to participate in Halloween. That's true. So Rory gets roped into doing this and now has to take over for her mom, but they still have the town still has to vote on whether or not they want to do this. But before we do the town vote, we have these scenes at the end where, as we talked about, like Suki and Michelle Mm. are like scaring Mm -hmm. each other. Mm -hmm. But with that, like, you know, they're thinking the other person's being forgiving, but really it's this nice ghost that's bringing them back together. Mm -hmm. And Lorelai's like, no, it needs to be scary. We can't have a nice ghost here for Halloween. Who wants to go to a haunted inn with a nice ghost? And they're like, no, he's super nice. (laughs) And she's really upset because she's like, more scares, more blood. But everyone's just, you know, okay with a friendly ghost. The next scene is them at the town meeting and Taylor's trying to use the fact that Lorelai can't do it anymore as a means to get mm-hmm. them to not do it. But the town still wants to see it, and Rory says she'll take over. Luke says he's going to help her build. This is before Luke knows that he's going to Friday night dinner. Yeah. And so town is split 50-50, and they're like, okay, let's just do both. So they do. They decide that they're going to plan both, and Taylor's all smug about it. He's like, okay, well, we'll see. May the best man win. Yeah. It's not a competition, but he's totally making it a competition. That's Taylor's way. That's the dosy way. Exactly. That's the Saratella Mafia way. And so... The next scene is Rory doing research at Yale for this whole like spooky thing. She's trying to come up with like really scary movies that she and her mom have watched. Oh, do you think that she's trying to be like really historically yeah, scary? Yeah, she's trying to be like, like very, very historically like, accurate, like Salem Witch Trials, yeah. like, you know, things like that. Yeah. She was like, it's, this is scary because this actually happened and that's scarier. Yeah. And Lorelai's like, more blood. Because <laughs> <laughs> like Lorelai wants the people like jumping out of coffins. Yeah, and literally. Lorelai's like, that really wouldn't make sense to like the area that we live in. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so Logan sees her doing this, you know, flirty. He sees all her research. Yeah, asks her what she's doing. And he's just kind of like, oh, well, that sounds fun. Good luck with that. And she's like, I'm in way over my head, but I'm going to make it yeah. historically accurate. And like, I and think for him, it hot. kind of. Yes, he's looking hot. But like, I think he is also like, this sounds really lame. She's just trying to be super yeah. historically accurate. And this sounds really lame. But we don't know. He that. won't tell her that. No, of course yeah. not. Do you think that when Lorelai tells Luke that he's going to this, that he has to go, that like the scary part of Luke is he's like, I'll go. Because he's getting you know, getting away from yeah. the scary yeah. town event. Oh, that's so true. I didn't even think about that. But then when they go to the Gilmores, the lights go out and he's like, oh my God. Oh my God. 
he's like suddenly like really freaked out and she's like what's your problem like it's just the lights like you know those kids when you're in elementary school oh, yeah. and the lights go out in the lunchroom and they scream I feel like that's gonna be Luke oh my and God. she's like calm down kid yeah so then it's the night of the event Taylor has his family friendly fun everybody loves what's Taylor it. dressed as <gasps> great question I want to say like maybe a really friendly vampire I don't know why I feel like or a magician oh. he's dressed as a magician <gasps> he's totally a magician because he he oh loves God. to, you know, talk about like when he gets punch drunk and talks about being a magician at the dance marathon. And you know what's funny is that he's like pretending to do tricks all night, but he does one. And when he does it, Kirk reappears. <gasps> I love that. Like for no reason, like actually related to it. He wasn't ever trying to make it do that. But we notice that Kirk is suddenly like returned. But I love that. I think that that's kind of like his last trick. And then Rory picks up her cell phone. She calls her mom who's at Friday night dinner, who's at the murder mystery party. And she's like, Taylor just pulled Kirk out of absolutely nowhere. And she's like, I knew he was missing. I knew he was missing. She's like, how am I missing this? <laughs> and that's how we transition in, into Friday night dinner. And the power goes out. Mm-hmm. But they're there. But they're and Luke there. is so scared. <laughs> <laughs> but before that, is Lorelai dressed like for the murder mystery? Did she like lean into it? Like, is it like a 1920s theme? Mm. Or like, you know, is there like a sort of like spirit yeah. around it that Lorelai really leaned into? Yeah. And she's actually like, this is kind of fun. I, yeah, I think that's I think that that could be possible and maybe yeah. that's why Emily knows who she is but no when she does arrive at the spooktacular and stars hollow everybody's like who are you dressed up as yeah okay all right and maybe Emily has like blood red martinis Ooh, yeah you know? like it's like the Rory but spooky yeah yeah like vampire's blood or something yeah so then you know, we're at this party. Lorelai gets another phone call from Rory after the power has gone out. And she's like, I don't know what to do. Babette, like, put together this whole thing, but things aren't working. I need Luke here. And Lorelai's like, okay, we're going to go to Stars Hollow. And Emily's like, yeah, you might as well just go. Yeah. Like, go back to your thing. Like, it was going to be so fun anyways. Just go. Mm. And Lorelai's like, the relief. Like, the, the scary ghosts are on her side. Yes. Like, spooky scary skeletons it's all in her favor Mm -hmm. so (laughs) Lorelai and Luke show up and Luke is like okay what's not working what's not happening and it's just mayhem like and it keeps scaring him because people keep coming up to him and he's just like so jumpy and he's like five feet back the little kids keep coming up to him and he's like they've got jam hands get them away from me (laughs) they say trick-or-treat and he just doesn't know how to handle it get away from me but all in the name of helping Lorelai he'll do anything of course and so maybe he's the one that goes inside and says he's going to start fixing things even though he's very scared and he gets scared by the life and death brigade oh luke Poor i'm so sorry luke. but uh, as he goes inside the girls turn around and emily and richard are there with their friends yeah because they're like this isn't scary enough mm-hmm. and then that's when lorelei's like well this just got immeasurably scary yeah exactly and so Luke comes out and he's like, you did not tell me that this was going to be the case. You said it wasn't scary. Like, he thinks it's a joke. Yeah. That, like, she brought him back and yeah. he was going to fix something. Yeah. He was going to make it scarier, bring in the blood. But, like, mm-hmm. he comes out, like, maybe, like, covered in fake blood. Mm-hmm. He goes in and comes back out and things are awry. Yes. And Babette and Maury were like, that was, it was kind of like after they leave the hay bale maze. Yeah. They're like, that was amazing. Yeah. Let's go again. Yeah. Yeah. Babette and Maury are super impressed. What are they dressed as? Ooh, great question. I feel like they'd be dressed as Sunny and Cher, but like zombies, <laughs> Sunny and Cher, you know, yeah. 
But imagine if like Maury was Sharon, <laughs> that was no, sunny. It's reverse because <laughs> of because she's so tiny, she's so little. Be, exactly, oh, kill me. That'd be so oh, funny. that'd be great. And like people keep coming in and out, and they love yeah. it. They're having so much fun. They're like, that is so scary. And Maury's like, what is scary? And she goes inside and realizes that the Life and Death Brigade has like turned this into an event, and they're all in their gorilla yeah. masks. Are Suki and Michelle? Do they show up to this too? Oh, great question. Because I feel like Suki's dressed as like a butterfly. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. I would love to see Michelle dress in drag. Like Michelle is dressed like, like Celine Dion. Celine Dion. <gasps> Perfect. He's dressed as Celine Dion. <laughs> or maybe he and Suki both show up as Celine Dion and that's why they get into a fight. He's like, I told you yeah. I was coming as Celine Dion. <laughs> and she's like, no, he Because they didn't. were friends this whole episode yeah. and now they're angry And now they're mad other. at each other. And so um, they go into the haunted house together and then we see Emily and Richard go into the haunted house together and Emily gets scared. Do you think that everyone's conflict changes when they go into the haunted house? Like with Emily and Richard, they're like very standoffish, but the haunted house kind of brings them together Mm -hmm. versus like Suki and Michelle, they get, they join and they were friends, but they go in and now they're angry Mm -hmm. at each other. Mm -hmm. Like it kind of just like everyone's going through. I also think to that end, the irony of Lorelai not going through her own like spooktacular because Luke is scared and he finally admits to her that he's scared. And she's like, that's okay. We can stay outside. Yeah. And then Rory decides to go in by herself because like we have the Emily and Richard go through, Mm -hmm. you know, and they like kind of have this moment and Rory goes through by herself. And there's this one individual scary person Mm -hmm. that takes a liking to her and she knows and they know that she knows Mm -hmm. and we know that she knows Mm -hmm. and we know who that is. But when she gets to the other side, she's like, what a fun time. Mm. But it's not until she goes back and she's like, thanks. Mm. He's like, I don't know what you're talking about. Yeah. Oh, I kind of love it. How do we want the episode to end? So we have kind of that finalized moment with, you know, Rory and Logan in Mm -hmm. the Yale Daily News. We have Emily and Richard kind of trying to brush off what happened and continuing business as usual. I feel like this episode kind of like is a wash of like all of the episodes between Parties Over and like Women of Questionable Morals Mm -hmm. because it kind of like fits into all of them. Mm. I also wonder if at some point, maybe this is going too far, but it would be really interesting if like... no way to go too far. It's all made up. Dean showed up and Jason showed up. Like, like it's scary because they're ex-boyfriends. It's like ghosts of of boyfriends past show up. Like Lindsay shows up. Like, you know, like people... Lindsay skipped town. She's gone. That's fair. That girl is... She turned right around and found a new town. That's fair. That's fair. (laughs) I was just thinking like spooky in the same way that like Emily and Richard show up. And that's spooky for Lorelai. But like, yes, the Life and Death Brigade shows Ooh, up for Rory. But like, what Rory. haunts Rory? Yes, exactly. I think that in some ways, like, her kind of, like, taking this on and doing it on her own and trying to walk into a haunted house by herself is a little bit, like, of a haunting for Rory. Mm. Because, like, she's seeing everyone in a couple. And, like, Rory, since, like, the first day that we saw her, has, had a has boyfriend. been, like... Yeah, yeah, or like had a love interest. Mm. And so maybe like what's spooky for her is seeing everyone kind of pair off because Lane came with Zach. Mm. And so like her go-to person has someone. Lorelai's not going through because she's staying with scared Luke. So it's maybe like the scary part for her is that there's no one that showed up for her, but the person that showed up for her like did the most for her. Mm. Yeah, So it's spooky, but then she goes in and it's like maybe not so spooky. Yeah. Oh, I kind of love that. Like tape taking the leap yeah because she's obviously already done that with you jump i jump yeah Jack, but because like that's always what i've wanted to see more of with rory is like taking the initiative to like do something by herself mm. with like i mean the end goal can be love mm-hmm. but like that 
the first steps were made by herself mm. without like the encouragement of someone. So maybe like being like, oh, I'm going to go by myself. Yeah. Inside the scary bit is like a very nice blonde boy <laughs> in a gorilla mask. Yeah. Who's trying to scare her, but not too hard. I love. I think that I also like the idea of like Lorelai not going into the haunted house because she knows that, you know, it's scary for Luke. And then instead they just kind of go home, which is what Luke wanted to do anyway. Like, I think the whole time he's like, why can't we just stay home? Why can't we just stay in? Like, why can't we just do like, why can't we just treat it like any other Friday night? Yeah. Do you think that any of him would want to like acquiesce to what Lorelai wanted? Um, that, yeah, like, for sure. Maybe he maybe says he sticks that he around. will and then she's like, no, we don't have to do this. Yeah. And they go home and they're going to watch a scary movie mm. and he's like, absolutely not. No, definitely. <laughs> she's like, well, we at least have to go home and watch, you know, Saw. And he's like, no. Yeah. Or he, she's like, I'll, cl- I'll cover your eyes for all the scary parts. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> that's cute. I love and that. And then that's when we end, I guess, at the Yale Daily News. And he's like, I don't know what you're talking about. Mm. And like, wink, wink, leaves. We get, And then we get created by Amy Sherman Palladino. Shum, shum, so shum, where, shum, but shum. where would Emily and Richard's button be? I think their button is in Stars Hollow. That like... Oh, they brush it off in Stars Hollow. When they, um, they're leaving. Because they came separately. They came in separate cars. Yes. Yeah. Love that. Okay. And so there's like this like moment where it's like things could be okay. Mm-hmm. But like, because they get like caught up in like the allure of a haunted house. Mm-hmm. And then when they get out, the mystique of the haunted house is gone because they have to mm. go their separate ways and like are brought back to the reality of like yeah we've made this decision and maybe that's what's the scariest part yeah the scariest part for everyone seems to be not the scary haunted house it seems to be reality and what the scary haunted house reality. represents yeah because that's always the case if if we look at every Gilmore Girls episode that's really they're all haunted mm. they're all scary very true real life is very scary so I think that theirs would like be the the reality of like we have to go our separate yeah. ways because this was a decision that we made before we got into the haunted house. Yeah. <laughs> Do you think Taylor likes it? Did he have a fun time in the haunted house? I think maybe, maybe he went in with Miss Patty and he's like, I don't want to do this. And then he comes out and, and Patty's like, that was fun. And he was and like, he's like, it was okay. It was fine. I think he secretly yeah. likes it, but he's like, next year we're just doing the, the regular spooktacular. Like I want it. Yeah. And everyone's like, yeah, let's just do that. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> everyone's just trick-or-treating next year. Yeah. Oh, I'd watch that episode. I would too. We, just, we got the bones of the episode, but... There's, there needs to be some more A storyline and B storyline yeah. and like work it out. But I feel like the backdrop of it has like the makings of like a fun, a fun time. Yeah, totally. I like it. Yeah. I get down with it. I think we could have, we could have watched this episode. Yeah. I will say if we were going to do this in season two, my plot line with Jess, had, Jess played like a really big role. <gasps> Did in, he? Yeah. Oh. Because it's like the whole like... um chalk outline thing mm-hmm. where like things are going wrong and everyone's thinking that it's Jess and so like Luke is like suddenly it's like a, there was like a Luke aspect to it that like everyone's blaming Jess but then there is a very like justifiable reason for why everything happened mm. that like wasn't Jess but then there's like one thing at the end that they're like oh another thing and they don't yeah. think it's Jess's fault but Jess actually did it but Jess actually did it <laughs> yeah Jess would be a big mischief night person yeah. oh for sure he would because- totally get down with mischief yeah. night and like the like of course the person who is with rory is dean mm. and dean is not a halloween person no but it'd be a whole different it would be a whole different situation that's why we had to pick the season first yeah because oh it would be so different but i was happy because i wanted the life and death brigade to be involved and i knew that if the life and death brigade wasn't going to cause mayhem 
it would be Jess. Yeah. Maybe. But I do like your storyline. I think that's very exciting. Yeah. Because I've, I've always thought that the scary part for Lorelai of like a Halloween episode would be the power going on at Friday night dinner and her family ending up in mm. like the, the space that she like had that she's so excited sacred. for. Yeah. Yeah. I love and that. They're the things that ha- show up to haunt her. Yeah. I really love that. That's why I, I wish I had put more thought into like the like ghosts of boyfriends past with Jason kind of just exiting the picture and we never really hear from him again. Maureen Dean's relationship just ending and her having another love interest, obviously Lorelai's with somebody else. So I don't know if we ever revisit it. Maybe we can throw it in there somewhere. Cause I think that like haunting things can be more than just spooky, scary blood and guts as Lorelai keeps saying like, these are the scariest things. And it's like, no, they're not. (laughs) There are indeed things that are scarier. Yeah. And that's what I think I would want to pop out, pop up throughout the episode that we like, I guess didn't quite work into it is like what parts of like your day to day life are haunting Mm -hmm. and are haunting you. Yeah. And like the choices that you've made in the past and how that led you to here. Ooh, yeah, for sure. For sure. I love it. But I like the episode we came up with. Again, it's yeah. like just the bones of it hasn't really been we too just came fleshed up with out. It on the I know spot. we literally <laughs> just came up with that here and that was exciting. That was here. fun. We yeah. totally need to do this more often. I really want us to do some like fan fiction episodes together. Well, there's another holiday that I feel like they didn't quite cover until well, season seven, but I don't really recognize that. Well, that's as much fan fiction as we just came up with. Literally. Is like a Christmas episode. Yeah, because we have forgiveness and stuff, but... But it's two weeks before Christmas. Right. And then Mary Fisticuffs, as mm-hmm. I would just know, it's Santa's Secret Stuff yes. in season seven is after Christmas mm-hmm. because Lorelai like saved it. Mm-hmm. Why didn't Logan come back for Christmas? I don't know. I don't That's know. always the biggest question for yeah. me. But I feel like there's like a space to make like a more... Christmas holiday jamboree. Mm. Oh, she's already got a name. Can't wait. Well, that was so much fun. I'm glad that we got to celebrate Halloween together in like a very Gilmore way. Are you a Halloween person? I, I was for a while. Because I know some people are like crazy yes. Halloween people. And I love not that. Crazy. I used to get really into my costume. Yeah. The first Halloween that I spent here in New York, I actually worked the Halloween party at Sleep No More. It was very, very exciting. Very elaborately planned. I was the Mad Hatter. So I had like very extensive makeup that I did on myself and like these huge lashes. And I made this really intricate hat with a card in it. Like I was very, I got really into it. For a couple years after that, I would dress up if I had a place to go, like if I had a Halloween party. But I think the last time I dressed up for Halloween was in 2016. Ever since then, it's just just kind of been like, you know what? I'd rather stay in and like maybe eat some candy, watch like like a nice scary movie or just like a seasonal movie. Like I like watching Practical Magic, Hocus Pocus. Yeah. Honestly, Halloween Town. Loved Halloween Town. You know what's really random is like most of my Halloween spent in New York. Just stay home and watch Christmas movies in my Christmas pajamas. Because I'm one of those people. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, the clock turns midnight to November 1st. And I'm like, I don't want to. Yeah, that's me. (laughs) Oh, I love that. I love that. Yeah, no, I love the holiday season. I just love to bask in the spooky season for as long as I can because I love fall so much. Yeah, I like fall, but I've never been a I've never been a Halloween girly. Yeah, Halloween for me, it did. It's always like ebbed and flowed. It's always made me feel sad. Really? Yeah. Why? Suddenly the end of this episode is therapy. (laughs) Yeah, I don't know. Halloween has always made me feel that way. 
Okay. And so I'm always glad when it's over. Well, also when it's over, we're headed towards Thanksgiving. We're headed towards Christmas, our birthdays. You know, like after Halloween, it's kind of the countdown towards those things. So I understand. Yeah. I feel like that's what we're doing here. It's like there's so many like fun upcoming like holiday specialty episodes coming our way. I know. After Halloween. So I'm really excited. Me too. And one of the milestones that we'll be celebrating in our next episode is it will be our 50th episode. That's so weird. I can't believe that. It's not our 50th Gilmore to say. It's our 50th, which includes Gilmore to consider. It excludes yeah. Patreon episodes. But like it'll be our 50th published episode here, which is That's so, so exciting. exciting. I know. Yeah. So we're going to find some fun ways to celebrate that with you all. And we'll have more to say on that next episode. If you want more Gilmore to say, join us on Patreon for a spoiler-full recap podcast, Gilmore Revisited, where you can access weekly episodes, monthly merch discounts, and a community page of your fellow Gilmore-obsessed besties. And be sure to follow us on Instagram at Gilmore to Say Podcast, where you can find links to our Patreon and merch and stay up to date with all things Gilmore to Say. What is that? Are they singing now? Now they're singing. <laughs> this kid is screaming at the top of his lungs. I kind of like love that they're screaming in the back of this episode. <laughs> Actually, it's very on brand. <laughs>